Today we have a very special guest star. We have actually two great stars coming on the show. The first is going to be the comedian Ashley Blaker. He's in the studio with us today on the phone. And the second is Richie Stone, introducing and debuting his newest albums and his newest productions coming out with the Toratots and some other great stuff. We'll be talking to that. All of your Jewish entertainment news, music, and value, kosher valued entertainment is available here on your greatest Hebrew and Jewish podcast program, WJEW. So let's let's talk about um, anything uh, anything happening uh, you know this week or last week. Um, I know there's a couple of different um, you know events going on over um, over over Pesach. I think the big news of this week is the opening of the Soho Playhouse show of, of Ashley. I think that's the big news. I mean, yeah. How many times do you have a Jewish performer on on an off Broadway show? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I did have an opportunity last uh, Pesach. I was uh, I was over at um, Matzah Fun over at uh, Ocean Place Resort in uh, Long Branch, New Jersey, and uh, Ashley was uh, was was actually there for uh, for second days and uh, for Holomode and second days, and I and I got to see one of his performances. And he is he is absolutely fantastic. You know, I don't know if if any of you have an opportunity, um, you know, to check him out. He has a bunch of uh, clips available online, and I think that's where. Really really um you know got introduced to him and he is just a breath of fresh air you don't expect it from you know a a from religious person to come off and um his comedy is just so real and uh so good and and you know he's not really afraid you know to tell you as it is and i think that's that you know with with uh with entertainment you know secular entertainment uh today this is um you know one of those people that is just you know, so incredible and so there's a rarity. You know, so uh, I just I just think it's a it's a great opportunity. If any of you have an opportunity um, to go, so Ashley, we'll talk to Ashley a little later, um, and I'm sure he's going to give us some uh, some contact information and uh, some ticket information as to where you can go to uh, catch his live show. Um, I know he's it's it's a very uh, limited engagement, so um, when we have an opportunity to talk to him, he'll give us uh, the actual dates. Um, it's until the 23rd, I believe. Oh, absolutely. But uh, what's rare about it is that most Jewish um, comedians like to make fun of or belittle the Jewish religion and the things that we do. He doesn't make fun of that. He makes fun of the situations. So it's really, for a from person to, to do something like this, is really, it's unheard of. And it has never been done correctly. He's doing it the kosher yosher way. And for the first time, I can really say that from stand-up comedy can be funny. Yeah. Without being a late sunnist. It's really, really funny. So we'll, we'll, we'll speak to him as well. And it's going to be really fun with that. Um, another big thing coming out, I've heard, is Eitan Katz's new album. This is coming yes. out as well. So that should, be, that should be fun. We'll try to get him on the show as well. Um, Eitan, if you're listening, give us a call. And um, all right, we'll see where this, where this goes. If anybody has anything to comment or, or call us about or, or want us to speak about or debut, if anyone's coming out with any albums that we should know about, uh, you can always reach me by email at Yaakov, that's Y-A-A-K-O-V, at shirei.org, S-H-I-R-E-I.org. And um, give me an email, and we'll see. Okay, we have on the line with us right now Ashley Blaker, who is uh, performing now at the Soho Playhouse in New York City uh, with his new show, which is called Goy Friendly. And we have on the phone with us right now, Mr. Ashley Blaker. Ashley, how are you? It is great. I'm telling you, I'm so impressed with the fact that finally, 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 a from religious Jewish person who really, really is orthodox, who really is from, is finally taking the stage seriously. And not in a belittling way, but in a, in a funny, stand-up, upright, correct way. Uh, I think you're the only one who does that, I believe. Thank you. Thank you. It's very kind. It's not only unique and original, but it's just it's entertaining to the point where so many comedians try to be belittling. They try to make fun of everything. You know, there's so many out there, so many different comedians out there who just belittle Yiddishkeit and all the things that happen. You, on the other hand, at least this is my impression, you, on the other hand, don't belittle anything. You take the situation and make fun of the situation, and it's hysterical and, and hilarious. And I think, that I, I, and I really enjoy it, and I know the public will. So let's tell the public exactly how they can come to see you in the Soho Playhouse and some information about the show, and maybe some tidbits that they can uh, look forward to seeing you on. Uh, yeah, so, no, so it's, uh, as you say, the show's running at the moment. It uh, runs through to February 23rd, um, SohoPlayhouse.com, if you go to the theater website, and it has all the information there, and you can buy tickets. So, yeah, 
and it's going very well. The audience are really enjoying. And what's amazing with this show is it's I'm getting Jews and not non-Jewish people together, sat in the same, you know, enjoying the same show. So that's really great fun. Hysterical. That is kind of unique. That is very unique. That is definitely, yeah. Very unique. Um, let me ask you, how many people does it fit in? The, the, uh, are, are able to fit into this all about it? It's about 175. Oh, so it's really cozy. Yeah. All right. How'd you find the theater? They've done a lot of really good comedy there, actually. They've done a lot of very good shows. They, they did a show called Fleabag there. They did uh, Hannah Gadsby's show, Nanette. It's kind of got a really great reputation now for, um, as well as doing theater, drama, um, you know, plays, they, they do do a lot of really great comedy there. So let me ask you the basic question that most interviewers boringly ask on their shows. Like, what inspired you to do this? What's the story that started the Ashley Blaker experience? Uh, well, th- this show or, or comedy in general? Both. Would, uh, comedy in general, I suppose, because I've just, you know, I'm one of those people who obviously at some level thought I was funny and uh, I wanted people to... I like performing and, you know, I do enjoy it. I really enjoy performing. It's quite addictive performing. You know, once you, you hear audiences laughing, it's an enjoyable thing. Um, you know, something I, I just enjoy doing. I enjoy making people happy. And it's nice when people, you know, message you sometimes. I get a lot of messages sometimes from people saying, I had a really bad day or I was having a bad month or a bad year or whatever, and you really cheered me up. And that's great. Um, but uh, this show, I really wanted to do a show that was not just for Jews. I did a show off Broadway called Strictly Unorthodox 18 months ago. And I really wanted to do a show that was just for everyone, that everyone could come to. Um, but that didn't kind of change its theme in any way. And it was still kind of some things that Jews could enjoy and that would give a special kind of Jewish experience and a Jewish flavor to it, but that everyone could come to. So let me ask you this. Have you ever had any issues with the, the Rabbanon or the rabbis per se? Because I'll tell you a quick a quick little story. When I was doing stand-up at the Tamarack Hotel many, many years ago, and I was not at all crossing the line at all, the rabbis would come over to me. Some rabbis would come to me and say, you know, you really can't do stand-up. It's not a Jewish thing to do. We don't really hold a comedy. It's a late sonus. We don't really appreciate it after the, after the temple was destroyed. We don't really have comedy in our religion. It's not a place for it. Have you ever gotten any, any, any pushback negative. from a, negative feedback or pushback from the rabbis? Any pushback or negative feedback from the rabbis because of this? Or they... Not for doing stuff like this. I mean, I think that ultimately, uh, look, I, I, it's not really anyone's business in terms of what, uh, you know, what, what, I mean, there's no reason why it shouldn't be an appropriate thing to do or... or um, I think it was different if you go and perform in someone's shul. I mean, occasionally I'll go and do a shul thing. I try not to do too many of them, but uh, occasionally I'll do a thing in a shul. And, you know, you have to then be respectful of, uh, mindful of, uh, you know, what they, what their standards are and what they want, and, and that's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, this is my own show in my own theatre, and it's a very different kind of thing. Very cool. Um, so I just wanted to let you know that I usually answered that question with the Gemara in Tainus that brings down that... Uh, okay, I know, I hear. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, but that's not... That's not... Uh, I mean, I still think that's not really going to please... Look, some people can't be pleased. And, you know, they would say, well, you know, those were Bad Khan who were... They were like... Uh, they weren't doing stand-up comedy shows in theatres. They were kind of cheering up people who were in a veilus or something and you know it, it's a it, look you can't please everyone i've learned that you know you never please all the people all the time and you just have to uh, do do you just have to be comfortable in what you're doing i think that's the key okay that's great now let me ask you one more question do you have any do you have any rabbis that give you haskamas do you feel that you need that or do you have it or do you not want it no, you, no. i used to well the um, no, because I think that I, I used to ask the occasional Shiloh to people. And no, I use my judgment now because you know what? As I say, you, you, you get comfortable in your own skin. You get comfortable thinking, you know, this is what I'm happy saying. This is what I'm happy doing. And you know what? I, 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 I don't, I, I kind of, it's, it's very difficult to ask those kind of questions. I think you have to just try and use your own judgment be happy to stand by it as long as you're happy to stand by what you say i just think it's uh 
the, the trouble is when you're not sure, then probably best not to say something. Okay. Right, so listen, the, my only reason for asking this was because I just wanted to get the public, you know, I get this asked all the time when people ask me, oh, Ashley, you're bringing him to the hotel for Pesach. By the way, you're performing for us in the, in, in the Meisner's right. uh, program on Pesach. Yeah, yeah as well as some other places, I'm, I'm sure, as well. So they always ask me, oh, yeah. does he have Askamas? And I try to answer them, well, let me ask Ashley himself exactly where he stands on this. And I think your answer is perfectly a legitimate answer. Well, I mean, when you say Haskamas, I mean, you could ask many, yeah, I mean, there's many people who, who would say, oh, he came to our show and he was wonderful and what have you. But I never, I didn't, you know, I wouldn't want to put someone in that position that they're kind of going to, it's not like a, it's not like a kosher restaurant, right? And you can go to a restaurant and they'll have on the door this has got a cheshire of the OU, or this has got a cheshire of the Because you could never do that, because you're never sure when... So I wouldn't be stupid enough to say, oh, this comedian is kosher, because there's nothing... I don't know they're going to get up one night and Change, say right, something right, completely, right. Not, right. completely different. You go, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Right. It's a very uh, different kind of thing. It's not like food. You don't go to a, a kosher restaurant, and it's got an OU um, cheshire on the door... But then they bring out a baking cheeseburger and go, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's a totally different kind of thing. Exactly. Okay, I hear that. Okay, so again, um, I just want to put everybody's, you know, peace of mind at ease by letting them, them all know that this is nothing to, to jump at. I hear all the time, oh, a Jewish comedian, oh, is he okay? Is, is he going to be belittling? I want people to know that this is the kind of show where you can go to that it's a really feel-good experience. Look, I'm not, you know, I, I can't, I'm certainly not going to tell you that no one's going to say, say, criticize and say X, Y, and Z, but I can tell you what we've done this show, I'm 10 shows in now, I think. I've certainly not heard anything of that kind. So, Good, uh, yeah. that's great. Okay, you want to give us a sample? No, I'll give you a sample of the show. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to come to the show. I understand, but just just a, a tease for the audience out there? No, I, look, I, it's a really, really fun show. I'm really proud of the show. It's you know It's been getting great coverage. Wall Street Journal yesterday. Um, right, know, it's, right. It's a, it's a really, really good show. I'm very proud of it. It's the best show I've done. I hope people come. You know, yes, there's, there's, there's nothing like actually seeing a show. All right, so Ashley, uh, before we let you go, um, yeah. I was just curious. A couple of the questions that people don't normally ask. Uh, I hope Go. you don't mind. Is yeah. I, I, you know, I know, I know your jokes. You know, are very much of a uh, a cultural exposure of um, yeah. Jewish, you know, culture to the to the um, non uh, affiliated and uh, to the non informed. Could you share something that maybe was a little risque or you weren't sure how well it would go over with any particular crowd and something that like has, you know, you always remember it's got stuck in there like a story or something that like you were at once at somewhere and you weren't expecting a joke to go over as well as it went over or you expecting a joke to go over a lot better than it went over and it didn't go over as well as you were imagining. Something, you know, interesting. Um... That's a good question. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's stuff in the shows that you would think is so dry and so, like, to, and also so mysterious to the non-Jewish world. And, like, for example, I've got a whole section on... Uh, not a whole section. I mean, I've got a section. It's, like, probably last two minutes about shatness, about checking for wool and linen in clothing. You would think that is the most boring, dry... I mean, there are many Jews that don't know about shatness. And, you know, it's amazing what you can spin into comedy and what, where you can mine comedy out of and also where you can, um, yeah, where you, where you can actually uh, make it also not just for the communities that knows about this stuff, but even people who don't. It's, it's, a, it's a whole lot of that. You, I think many people will see the show and actually be surprised at how they'll look around and be like, wow, like this is material that you would just think there is no way you can make it funny well not to make it funny but you could no way you could do this for a Jewish community right. for a non-Jewish crowd I've got I, I know a few people there's a few like kind of part-time comedians out there who do like Jewish gigs like in shuls you know they've got like day jobs but they also moonlight as doing like you know stuff in shuls for you know and they're doing all jokes about you know Tachanan and this that and the other and whatever you and the idea, and I was saying to one of them, like, I'm doing material in front of a non-Jewish crowd in a non-Jewish theater in New York City. I'm talking about 
Shatnas and Brochas <laughs> and clean for Pesach. And I mean, I'm not always using these words, but I'm talking about tefillin and I'm talking about like the grounds that we cover is enormous. And you'd think there is no, you know, building the sukkah and the, 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 how high the sukkah has to be and some of the, the actual like laws of the sukkah. You'd think there is no way you could do that for a non-Jewish crowd. It's right. just, they don't understand it. It's completely out of their um, experience. And yet, I'm very proud that I've, I've managed to do that. It's great. And it works really well. You're, yeah. t- you're talking about shatnas. I remember when I was a kid, my father took me to a suit store in Manhattan to, to go for a suit. And he asked the salesman, does this suit have any shotness in it? And the salesman said, this suit has the best shotness in the world. We've, <laughs> we've imported shotness for this suit. Unbelievable. You know, the guy didn't know what he, was, what he was talking about, obviously. But it was very funny. Um, that funny. All right. I could add a joke. Maybe you should write my... The material for us, you know? we could definitely use yeah, some. No. <laughs> we could definitely use some yeah. material here. <laughs> so yeah, I look forward to seeing both of you there. All show. right. Well, thank you so All much right. for your time, nice. Ashley. Ashley, it's Pleasure. great. Thank you so much for allowing this interview. You're a brave Pleasure. man. You're, you really are a brave man for not just for doing this, but for doing this. You know. <laughs> okay, uh, great. <laughs> All right. Be Take well, care. Ashley. Take thank care. you so much. Take care. Bye. 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 Okay, that was great. We now we have on the phone with us right now. Reuven Stone, who I call and is known as the Walt Disney of Jewish music. Um, he has some great projects coming up, including the Torah Tots and some other exciting stuff. In fact, I'm not going to tell you all about it. Let Reuven himself I'll tell you about it. Reuven, take it away. Hey, Yaakov, guys. I'm really glad to be part of your first show. And uh, the Torah Tots love you too. <laughs> and I just want everyone to know that Yaakov Raiden and, of course, his brother Yassi were very much a part of my growing up and establishing Torah Tots, and all the zaniness is very much a part of them also. So I want to thank you guys for that. Um, so we're going to be doing a lot of shows this summer, and uh, we have some brand new shows. We're doing a, a we did 40 camp shows last year, and this year we're hoping to get even more. We were doing English shows, and we have Yiddish shows, and for camps that are girls' camps that are very firm, we have female actors coming from Mati Yinniger, and, uh, and, and we're also working on a Shabbos show, so that's very exciting. It's a camp wants two shows during the summer, but they don't want the same show. So they can have the exciting regular Tortas Tutat show. And then later on in the summer, they can have the Tortas Shabbos show. Now, uh, wait, so, now, last summer, how many shows did you do last summer in the camps? How many? Shows did you do last summer in the camps? We did 40 shows last summer. Wow, amazing. Which camps did you do? I I can't name them because I don't want to give it out to the competition. But <laughs> okay. we, we did. But That's if good. you can name a camp, there's a good chance that we were involved somewhere. And uh, and also we have our special price of three ninety nine, so that beats everybody. And that's why we're getting so many shows because we want to bring uh, we want we want to bring the Torahs to as many kids as we can. We want them to be able to experience Torah Tots. There's nothing like it out there. I couldn't agree more. So now, let me ask you about the animation. So, there's new stuff coming out, I heard, in, in the pipeline? Well, I, I've been working with somebody uh, for the past year. There, there are programs now where it's not 3D animation. Flat animation is very much in. And what, what they do is, well, what we do is we take my characters that are in a program called Illustrator and we separate them out so that we assign like a finger to one layer and a nose to another layer and the mouth has different movements. And that way we can get all the characters in there and with fluid movement, with full dancing, 
Um, and, and we're going to come out with hopefully one video after another once this is put together. The, the process is very exciting uh, because we haven't had access to this uh, in the past. You know, we had to do one picture at a time at, at, a, at a certain point in animation, and then it became computer animation. So we, we fully control the movements of every aspect of the character, and that way we can, we can build them up. We can build dances, we can build certain movements, and, uh, and, and it just comes out really beautifully uh, when we have the final product. Plus, of course, we're going to have the Torakot's voices and background sceneries and, uh, and, and the music and the dancing. It's going to be really exciting. A really nice, exciting uh, experience to watch these videos. Tell me a little bit more about the Shabbos show, because that sounds the most intriguing, because that's never really been done before. So, the Shabbos show is very exciting. I wanted to find a completely different subject that's, that's good all year round. And of course, uh, holiday shows are, are great, except that if you have a Hanukkah show, you can only use it on a Hanukkah. So I wrote, I wrote 10 songs that have to do with Shabbos, and it's really interesting. It starts out with uh, uh, the, the six days of creation, and it teaches why we have Shabbos in the first place, because Hashem rested. So that's the basis. Then it goes into um, uh, lighting Shabbos candles and having to do uh, preparing for Shabbos. And then I have uh, an exciting song. Uh, called uh, the 39 Malacha Parade. Of course, everything uh, in our in our Tortas world takes place in Tots land. So uh, as it goes in the legend of Tots land that all the Malacha, all the Malachas live there. And when it comes time for Shabbos, they have a big parade to leave Tots land for Shabbos because you can't do these Malachas on Shabbos. So the, the song goes through all the 39 malachas, and it's a great way for kids to learn the 39 malachas. That's good. It even taught me some things. <laughs> um, and, and then, uh, and then we, we have a song about Shabbos party, and uh, we may do Hashem is here, Hashem is there, but apply certain things to Shabbos. We have, we have a very unique way of singing Hashem is here, Hashem is there, where Tubby Teva goes to different places and discovers that Hashem, like, uh, he goes up to the sky and he sees Hashem in the heavens, and he goes underwater and he sees Hashem in his scuba dive. Well, for the Shabbos version, uh, he, he's going he's gonna to discover Hashem in other ways that have to do with Shabbos. So we may add that song in there. Um, and then at the end, we have a song about Havdalah, and that's a, a big review of all the things that we've learned. But there are 10 songs in the show, and the, the show is 40 minutes. Perfect timing for kids who don't have a long attention span. That's why it's 40 minutes. Not just for kids. And not an hour. <laughs> not just for kids. So for kids, it's the parents also. You know, if you have to sit there with your little um, toddler for 45 minutes or 50 minutes in the show and trying to keep them quiet, it's not so easy. But a 40-minute show is doable. Um, right. Plus, plus, there's a lot of dancing and singing and audience participation in, in all our shows. See, that was the, the misleading part of the, of the whole thing. I thought, when I heard a Shabbos show, I thought it was a show that was actually given on Shabbos. I was hoping someone no, would... I wish we could perform. It would be the greatest thing in the world if we could perform Torah shows on Shabbos. Why can't you? you just... But it, it just can't happen because we have to have the music. electricity. Right, we right, have right. to, for certain recorded things... Right. If we could do a Shabbos show on Shabbos, it would be fantastic, but that's not for now. Something to think about in the future, huh? <laughs> and I thought when you said a Shabbos show, I thought, oh, well, a show, a camp on Shabbos, that's great, because camps always have a problem trying to figure out what to do on Shabbos afternoons. All the camps have this problem. Well, well, Yaakov, I remember 
I remember on, when I was spending Shabbos with you and Yissi, and we would go to different places, and then you would do that whole finger kind of uh, drumming, and you and he had your own voices, and you did your own humor, and you sang songs on Shabbos. And right. I would love to be able to do stuff like that. But the actors don't have the right voices. Slimey Booth does all the voices, and he won't be able to duplicate that. No one can duplicate that for a Shabbos show. But you know what? You're getting me thinking that maybe maybe there is something to do to doing a Shabbos show. So that's something for the future. And actually, there was a shul in, um, in Beverly Hills that called me for a show to do on Shabbos. And unfortunately, there was no way to do it. I had to explain to them it requires electricity, but they really wanted us to do a show. I don't know. I think I remember sure. back in the day we figured out a way of doing a show on Shabbos without electricity. I mean, I remember we did this for, for so many times. It's possible to be done if you know with, with the right creativity and the right uh, performers. It definitely can be done. So maybe you should well, keep me in mind. You know. It's got to be the right performer. But we all right. So, so keep we me, use Slimy oh. Blues. He does all the voices for us, and, and he. I mean, if I ever found somebody who could do voices on Shabbos that are so that that are are like that, are you allowed to wear a costume on Shabbos? Yeah, why not? Hmm. You wear a costume. I don't know. You don't don't you wear a Becca Shawn Shabbos? Maybe a puppet show would do it, but but still, I, it requires a lot. But let's put this idea on 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 the back burner because we have a lot of exciting things coming up that are not as complicated as that. Okay. And I do want to take a moment to mention Label the Moshe. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. So Label is a really, really, really exciting. Uh, performer that that I found. Uh, Label lives in in New Jersey now. He's in Florida, but he is just like a Moshe. Yes, like if you didn't, they used to pass each other in the hallways. Both of them with their guitars. Both of them dressed like uh, a, a European, whatever, whatever that costume was. The yeah, Tevye the Milkman, you know, like the, the Talmud in in Europe. You tell you the milkman. The same right. kinds of things, right? Right. And uh, and they both sound alike. They would pass each other on the way to performances and, and wave hello to each other. Unfortunately, Moshe Yes was Mister years ago, and I knew him personally. I sent him songs a bunch of times, um, which I ended up using for tour pots. And uh, and so I started working with the label who's the sweetest, sweetest guy in the world. And he he's like, he's a clee. He doesn't, he, he has, he's so humble. I, and I love working with him because I wrote 15 songs for him uh, for an album and performances. And, uh, and we've been working on the album for the past two years. We're actually almost done. And we're we're ready to go on tour, and we've got some really great songs on there. And he's just so humble and so wonderful in the way that that he that he works with me. He listens and 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 he tries to capture what I'm trying to get, what I'm trying to bring out. I I'm not singing these days. I don't play guitar, and so he he's just he's the man. Uh-huh. He's the man. So, and, all, so uh, all of Label's material will be on tour. All of uh, Label's material is the stuff that you wrote, right? Yeah, these are all songs that I wrote. They're all original songs, and they all have very interesting themes. Uh, hopefully, someday you'll be playing the songs on on your show. It's him. Uh, but uh, one comedy theme is "Don't ever let a rabbi be a cowboy," and uh, there's all kinds of funny things about about a rabbi on the roads. Okay. Uh, there's no kosher delight out there, and uh, you wait for a minion, and uh, whatever. It, it, it's it's not as funny when I say it in an interview as it is when you listen to it, but I guarantee. And then there's a song about hats that's based on, on that fantastic story about 
uh, Mashiach coming to town and going to different schools and they won't accept him because he's wearing the wrong hat. And in the end, he says, you, you guys have to work it out. You're not ready for Mashiach. Right. The famous poem, um, right. So, Very nice. there's a, a, a sort of song called The Eighth Day. Um, I can't even go through it. I mean, it's a, it's a seven-minute song, but it would take me two hours to, to describe it. Well, so I can't It happens that. to be that DJs love seven-minute songs because it's a good bathroom break. I love seven-minute songs. <laughs> I love long songs. <laughs> All right, very cool. So now this album is coming out soon? Uh, the album should be ready by the summer. Very nice. You have a name for it? Uh, it's called Don't Ever Let a Rabbi Be a Cowboy. Okay. And for the most part, the album is being done because we, we, it's, a, it's really a calling card for the shows. Right. The shows are going to be really something. This guy is some performer. But much like the original Next Generation album that I made with Shlomi Booth, where years and years later, people say, oh, I, I still have this album in my car. It's a cassette, and we never took it out of the car because every time we, every time we're driving somewhere, we just, it just turns on, and whatever we're up to, we just continue listening. I, I, just, I just met someone at Passaic that I didn't know before, and they couldn't believe that I was one of the people in Next Generation because they need a new cassette. Uh, wow. uh, but anyway, th this album is going to be one of those CDs that you're going to want to keep in the car forever because it's just, it's, it's so deep and the songs are, sing I, I always want my songs to be singable. So they're very singable and, uh, and they leave you thinking about things. Some are funny, some are, some are fun, some are more serious. And uh, it's it's really going to be a fantastic album. So the is, the other question is: so all the songs that label Ben Moshe are singing are basically English lyrics songs. Am I correct? All the songs that I wrote for this album are all in English. All in English. Okay, great. That, that's what that's what's needed today. That's you what's know, needed. In concert, he had some of his own songs. I mean, he he's come out with with some great albums himself. Uh, but on the album, all the songs are mine, and uh, and I'm really proud to be working with him. That's great. Well, maybe we'll have him on the show as well. I remember I put Label up for a concert in um, Hershey Park a few years ago. Do you remember? Oh, right, you weren't there. You weren't at the concert, but I did. Right. I, I did label. I did label. I, I, right, right. Label was in in one of your concerts by Hershey Park. Right, yeah, that's right. That's right. He was very good. He was an excellent, excellent performer. Um, why, uh -huh. were, why weren't you by that show? I, I remember. Do you, you, you remember why? You weren't there. That? You weren't by that show, were you? I was not by the show. Uh, I think I had a Torotot show. That oh, was going yeah. On that could, it that could was, be. That was on Cholomite. It was, it, it was, it was Cholomite Sukkot, I believe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Cholomite. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm well. Sure. I think that I was, was, was I running the show in Borough Park? Oh, it could That's be. The year that it, SAP was doing, uh, was doing the street fair? Yeah, it could very well be. Very possible. Yes, you were probably busy with the street fair in Borough Park. Yes, that's possible. So talking about street fairs, by the way, um, are you doing the street fair this year in Borough Park? Uh, I'm not, I don't know if they're doing... Uh, I don't know if they're doing an event in, in Borough Park. I'm not involved with it this year. Ah, well, that's a shame. Well, I am doing the. Uh, I, I am emceeing the um, the event in Flatbush this year on Chalamoid. So hopefully, everybody will come out to see that. It'll be on WM. It'll be on Monday Chalamoid. Uh, I will be there. I'll be emceeing from the stage, and hopefully, you can all come down and say hello. Ruven, maybe you can come oh, down as well. Maybe will I be there? Oh uh, well, I'll try to get the I'll try to get the Torah Tots on the stage. How about that? <laughs> I, I want to say one more thing, Yaakov. Uh, I just booked two shows for uh, for Perm. Uh, one is in Queens. Uh, that's two days before Perm, the, the day before Tiny Esther. Right. And uh, and one is actually on Perm at on Perm during the Suda, 
uh, in Vermont. Wow. So that's where we're going to be traveling on, on, on Perm. So you can go skiing while you're doing the show. <laughs> well, of course we'll be skiing. How do you think we're going to get there? If, if, you, if anyone sees two Torah Tots characters, if they see a giant Torah and, and, a, and a Teva on skis, you'll know that it's us. That's so beautiful. Why Vermont? How did you find a place in Vermont? Uh, it's actually a Chabad, and they contacted us. Wow, beautiful. That's great. Right, so it was actually a decision between uh, between booking something that we did last year uh, in Miami. We, we did three shows in Miami for Perm, and it was fantastic because my daughter is in North Miami, so it was an opportunity to see her oh, on Perm. Uh, and we picked up an extra show, so we did four shows uh, in in, uh, in Miami last summer. I'm sorry, last Perm. Uh, and I was hoping to, to book them for this year, but Vermont came first, so uh, the other ones couldn't commit yet. And uh, and by the way, we have two sets of costumes, so if they do want to commit in Florida, then we can accommodate them because. <laughs> We have two sets of Torotops costumes, and uh, we're hoping to keep uh, to keep uh, both sets of costumes in constant use. Wow, so that's great for the idea of Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Torotops is everywhere. Ah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's a good one. Very cool. You know, if I had a choice between choosing Vermont or Miami, I would choose Miami any day. Well, you know what, the, the people in Vermont are really nice. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to miss out on that either. We, we were going to do something on Hanukkah, but they really preferred Purim, so... Yeah, Hanukkah's too cold. You know what? In Vermont? That's okay. Yeah, please. That's okay, but Torotox is nice and warm. Ah, very nice. That's a good plug. Very nice. Okay, everybody, Reuven Stone, if anybody wants to to, uh, to find out more about the Torotox, they can contact Reuven. Reuven, how do people contact you? Uh, they can contact me at toratots at yahoo.com. Phone number 917-331-1442. No crank calls, please. <laughs> and, and, have any uh, special... and we have a, a lot of clips of Toratots shows, you know, pieces of Toratots shows from the past two years in camps, including the Yiddish that we started last year. It's on YouTube. Uh, just look up Toratots Live, and aside from the animation, you're bound to find a lot. We have about 30, 40 clips. It's fantastic. Ruve, I wish you lots of aslocha. It sounds great. I'm sure the kids really enjoy it, and you should continue to uh, to bring Yiddishkeit to all of the of the wonderful Kindlech out there, and it's terrific seeing all the products that are in store, and I, I can only wish you the best, and I, I continue on. Chazak v'yamatz, and keep on going, and... Um, Beautiful, beautiful. Keep us keep us informed as things happen. Thank you very much, and good luck with your podcast. And uh, I hope everything goes well. And it's been a, a great interview. I really appreciate it. Right, same here. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Yeah. All right, and uh, and we're back. Go ahead. So, um, Yaakov, let's uh, let's uh, talk about. Um, what our listeners are uh, in for in the next couple of uh, weeks that are coming up. Gee, I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, first of all, welcome uh, welcome to our show. Um, this is a brand new um, podcast platform and show um, talking about um, Jewish music and entertainment. And uh, one of our uh, key features um, will be current and upcoming uh, events in Jewish music and entertainment. Um, so we will keep you apprised of the latest. Um, also, our platform allows us to um, showcase very, very unique uh, Jewish music and entertainment-related uh, programming and events that uh, may not be featured elsewhere. Um, so we do encourage you um, to stay tuned um, and follow us along as we um, introduce you and debut to some brand new and some fantastic, fantastic content uh, coming up. So much is in store. But um, so let's uh, let's let's talk here. So Yaakov, so um, tell the listeners a little bit 
about um, how uh, how you got started, how we both got started, where this uh, concept came about. Well, I was born. No. Um, basically, this is a, this is a great opportunity for anybody who wants to be able to debut their own. I mean, there is no platform for anybody to go out there and to debut their own material. So this is a need. This is a, this is a Jewish from need. Um, there has to be a way for people who are upcoming, I should say, stars or, 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 or amateur musicians. Performers, or performers, entertainers. Writers, directors, producers, there's plenty of those, uh, who need a place to actually show off their wares uh, and to show off uh, their talent and showcase. to be able to sell, yeah. to showcase, them, to sell their material. This is the place to debut it and yeah. show it. We're not charging anybody. We're going to be showing off whatever you got. If you can make it, we'll produce it and we'll... Produce it here on, yeah. on on the show. I mean, in my in my fifteen years of of, of uh, being involved and uh, running and producing Jewish entertainment music, and uh, Yaakov, you've been uh, doing this. Uh, gosh, thirty. Where we're we going on 40, 45 years I now. Mean, until it's, I feel old. It's 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 been a real long time. Can uh, can you can you um. Can you tell us, has any other platform ever been around that is uh, going to be offering um, this to our listeners? Not like this. No, I think I think this is a fantastic opportunity um, for those who are just starting out, those who are looking for a great place to be able to debut and to, uh, uh, as we call it, you know, introduce their uh, talents to the Jewish music world and to the world in general. Um, and and have, also for the audience to know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And to have a platform like this, I think, is just so invaluable. And I'm just so super excited, um, you know, and I can't wait to, to hear uh, and to be able to de- debut, introduce, and produce um, so many, so many talented. There's so many talented people. Um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, we'll be able to bring on um, a brand new, brand new artist um, who's just getting out there, and people, you know, just getting to know him, um, Davidal, who has released, um, um, you know, some brand new music. Um, that uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get him on the air in the next couple of weeks, um, and uh, he'll be one of our very you know a few of the very many um, you know if that kind of sounds weird but he'll be he'll be one of the first of many uh, that's what I meant uh, to to uh, be utilizing this kind of opportunity and platform um, so. Uh, you know, if you want to hear um, the latest in Jewish music and entertainment, and uh, be introduced to artists that are not really, you know, been out there and don't really have the same kind of um, exposure yet, but will be having exposure, it's kind of uh, getting in, you know, on the bottom before uh, before they go famous. This would be the place um, to uh, to get all that. So uh, we're both both of us. We're really looking forward to. to uh, you know, this is going really well. Um, if you guys have anything out there that you, that you want us to, to debut or to show off or to talk about, you can always reach me by email at yaakov at shirei.org. Anything. If you have a new song, you have a, or, or if you know of a new performer or you saw somebody at a chasna or a bar mitzvah that was doing great and you want them to people to know about them or you want to be able to push your band or push your stuff, this is the place to do it. This is the chance mm-hmm. of a lifetime. Again, it's yaakov at shirei.org, Y-A-A-K-O-V at shirei, S-H-I-R-E-I.org. Um, the best way to reach me is by email, of course. And another cool thing is advertising. People, we cannot do this without listener sponsorship, sponsorship and the funds are coming in to help us keep the program alive. We are a not-for-profit organization for, to debut and to constantly keep the kosher value and entertainment at bay. So please keep Shiriakin Productions in mind. And the best way to do that is to advertise your product, whether it be a CD, an album, a band, um, Anything, a store, service. a service, a- anything, right. even a CPA firm. Heck, tax time. Products and services. Where are the accounts out there? Absolutely. Huh? Okay. Okay, now we have on the phone with us right now a special guest. This, this is totally unprepared. Uh, a performer who I happen to love like a brother. I've introduced him many times on the stage in all of my performances in, in the past. Ladies and gentlemen, the incredible edible Mandy J. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show. Mendy, I hear some good news that you're getting married. I'm getting married, yes, yes. So how does a wedding performer get married? Who's performing at your wedding? How does the wedding performer get married? Well, it's very simple. He performs and he gets married. <laughs> Are you performing at your own wedding? Um, I, 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 I mean, I am going to be singing some part of the wedding. There you go. Be the part where I'm singing the brand new composition for the, for the honor of the Chala. 
Wow. That's going to be an event not to miss. Okay, it's great. Listen, I'm very excited for you at Mazel Tov. Uh, any future projects that are coming out in the wind? Any concerts? Any events? So, Bajrat Hashem, I mean, uh, right now, since there's a lot of the Hanas going into the wedding, there, you know, there are some projects that are being held up um, regarding to concerts and, sh- and shows. But Hashem, you know, Pesach is a very... Uh, Pesach and other events have been planned out um, as we speak. Um, but uh, honestly, right now, right now, it's, it's, a, it's a time where uh, where the chasana is like the main, the main show at the moment. Okay. That's, that's a main show. It's <laughs> not a show. It's, 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 you know, but uh, that's what I'm doing with right now, you know. It's so a show. It's a big event, all right, I'll tell you. I'm still preparing for mine. I've been married for, what, tw- uh, 25 years now? Uh-huh. I'm, still pre- I'm still preparing for mine, and I've been married now for 25 years now, so, you know, yeah, it's very nice. Mazel tov again, yeah. Simchas all around. I never I never really appreciated the fact of a performer performing at his own chasno, you know, it's just, it's unheard of, but uh, it's going to be quite, quite a show to see. <laughs> Listen, Yankov, I'll tell you one thing. There will be other performers that are singing besides me, but uh, I'm, I'm not really performing, performing. It's just, you know, I'm just doing one, one song. One song. Uh, Alright, listen, walking down the aisle is enough performance for me. That's it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I wish you the best. Mazel Tov. I look forward to seeing you at the Chasana. It's great having you on the show. Hopefully we'll have you on again when you when you come out with more um, stuff, more concerts, more performances, more stuff on stage, and uh, more CDs, and we hope to hear a lot of good news from you in the future. Everybody, Mendy J, thank you so, so much, Mendy. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you so much. For ha- have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Okay, we have with us right now on the phone while driving in his car, the rabbi of the Young Israel Bethel of Borough Park. He's been, I have also be my uncle, so yes, nepotism does work. Ladies and gentlemen, Rabbi Moshe Snow. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, uh, Yaakov. I appreciate it. I was thinking, you know, that we're called Jews. Where does the name Jew come from? So Jew comes from the word Yehuda, because we come from the tribe of Yehuda, because the major tribe that was left over after all the other tribes were dissipated was the tribe of Yehuda. And Yehuda, of course, is translated into English or all other languages as Judah, and short was Jew. The Jewish people are called Jew because we come from the tribe of Yehuda. Interesting that when Yehuda was named by his mother Leah, after she gave birth to Yehuda, who was the fourth son, he was, she said, she said, Ha-pa'am es Hashem. This time, I will give thanks to Hashem. Of course, Leah was giving thanks because she was fortunate to bear four children for Yaakov. And there's a whole discussion about why that was so fortunate, but nevertheless, Yehuda was named so, because she was thanking Hashem. And therefore, Yehuda is related to Moteh, which is Todah, thanks. And the Jewish people are called Jew because what we do is we are Yehuda. We give thanks on a constant basis. When we wake up in the morning, first thing we do is say, Moteh ani lefanecha, melech chai v'kayom, shechazayta b'nishmasi b'chemla. We thank you. We give appreciation for returning our souls. There's so much in our lives to be thankful for. We could be thankful every day, all day, for all the various things that we have. Aside from the sight and the sounds and the smells and the tastes and the feelings and all the thoughts that we're blessed with, just the fact that we're alive is a gift. The fact that we wake up and have our souls return to us, and we face another beautiful day where we can accomplish and be closer to the source of our lives. And we thank him by saying, And that's why we're called Yehudi, Jews, because we have an eternal 
group of people constantly giving thanks to God, to Hashem, for giving us all that we have in life. And especially in these days when the Jewish people have so much to be thankful for collectively and individually, we start the day by saying Odeh because we are, after all, from the tribe of Yehuda, and that's why we're called Jews. We wish all Klal Yisrael, all Klal Yehuda, all the Jewish people, no matter where they are, a beautiful, wonderful day. Thank you, Rabbi Snow. Thank you very, very much. For more information on Rabbi Snow and his classes at the Young Israel Battle of Borough Park, you can contact Rabbi Snow at the Shul on 48th Street and 15th Avenue in Borough Park, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you again, Rabbi Snow. You're welcome. And of course, if you want to sign on, it's yibethel.org. Perfect. yibethel.org. Thank you so much. We look forward to having you on for many, many shows in the, in the future. Thank you again. My best regards. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, you've been listening to WJW, the latest and greatest source of Jewish music on the Worldwide Jewish Entertainment Workshop, brought to you on the Jewish Podcast Network. Yaakov, it was a pleasure this time around, um, you know, doing the show with you. Uh, this is the first of many, so uh, we'd like to thank our listeners for listening. And uh, All I can say is there's nothing like a great show, and this was nothing like a great show. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it, it, definitely gives me, it definitely gives me enough room to uh, work on it and to constantly perfect it. And in all seriousness, uh, the show will be a constant uh, progression, only getting better and better. And we do urge you to uh, stay tuned and uh, keep listening to us as the things will uh, you know, get immensely better and better. So once again, this is WJW um, with your host, Yaakov. I can't believe you forgot to pay the electric bill this week. Raiden? <laughs> Terrific, great. And Tzvi, it's a good thing I didn't fly to Iowa for the caucus this week. Is Russell. And we're on every single week here at the Jewish Podcast Network on WJW, the greatest, latest and greatest Hebrew and Jewish podcast program on the Worldwide Jewish Entertainment Workshop. All right. All right, so as, we, as we've always said, and we will continue saying, on the count of three, bye, 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 bye friend. Friend.